Madeline Smith didn't believe in ghosts. Not until the night John Barnett walked into her life, anyway. Maddie drew her legs up to her chest and held them close. Maybe walked was the wrong word to use. His method of movement seemed more like floating. Outside her bedroom, the branches of an old elm scraped back and forth across the tin roofing. The wind howled around the old house, an eerie cry that matched her mood of anticipation and fear. Snow scurried past the windows, a stark contrast against the blackness of the night. It felt oddly fitting to be sitting on her bed, waiting for the arrival of a ghost while an early winter storm raged outside. Only he insisted he wasn't a ghost at all. She tugged the blankets over her knees and wondered if she should stoke the fire with a little more wood. Maybe the heat would keep him away. Or maybe he'd gotten tired of his game and simply forgotten about her. She believed that the desperation in his eyes was real enough. She just didn't believe that he was real. Perhaps he was just a figment of her imagination. A last, desperate escape from the loneliness of her life. The clock on the mantel began to chime quietly, and she turned to look at the time. One thirty. Maybe he had forgotten about her. Madeline. She closed her eyes, uncertain whether fear or the unexpected pleasure of hearing the low, velvet voice one more time had caused the sudden leap of her heart. Madeline, he repeated. This time a hint of urgency touched the warmth of his voice. He stood in the shadows to the left of her window. Despite the storm that raged outside, he wore only a short-sleeved black shirt and dark jeans, the same clothes he'd worn when he had first appeared last night. Tonight, there was something different about him, though. Tonight, he looked afraid. But he wasn't real, damn it! How could a ghost feel fear? Madeline, you must help me. She closed her heart to the desperate plea in his voice. What he was asking her to do was impossible. I can't. She avoided his gaze and fiddled with the fraying edge of the blanket. I don't know you. I don't even believe that you exist. How can you expect me to leave everything I have on the word of a ghost? You must. The sudden sharpness of his voice made her look up. All I'm asking is for you to travel across the state, not to another country. Why are you so afraid to leave your retreat? Maddie stared at him. He seemed to understand altogether too much about her. No one else had seen her fear, not even her sister, who was as close to her as Maddie ever allowed anyone to get these days. There's nothing wrong with being cautious, she said after a moment. He studied her, amusement flickering briefly in the diamond-bright depths of his blue eyes. I never said there was, but life has to be lived. You cannot hide forever. She ignored the sliver of alarm in her heart, ignored the whispers that demanded she ask how he knew so much about her, and raised an eyebrow. And what does a ghost know about such things? He sighed, running a hand through his overly long hair. In the light of the fire, slivers of gold seemed to flow through his fingers. I'm no ghost, Madeline, but I will be if you don't help me soon.